So if you're like me, corporate world, sitting there wondering how you're going to branch out and start your own venture, um, you're not alone. Uh, many of us, like myself, have been in corporate for many, many, many years. In particular, I've been in there for 15 years working in the financial industry. Uh, I've grown a business from zero to over $3.5 billion. Uh, but over the years, I've always wanted to start my own franchise, always wanted to find something that I'm going to do uh, that's going to attribute to my bottom line and it's going to reward me uh, for my effort. Uh, obviously, been in corporate America at the executive level for a number of years. Um, you're starting to make six figure. You're probably sitting there and asking yourself, you know, what 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 is it I'm going to do to be able to replace this in the short term? How do I begin to transition, giving up something that is almost certain, uh, and starting something that from zero, all by yourself? Uh, it's a tough decision, and I think sometimes inertia sits in. Uh, we look at our financial situation and then start to ask ourselves, where do I begin? And oftentimes it really starts with the research. Let, let's face it, right? It's finding something that you're very passionate about. It's finding something that you feel as though you can get up. You think about it. You dream about it. You've, you've heard these from entrepreneurs who've gotten into the business. One of the things that they do is they, they live, breathe, eat, sleep. Whatever it is that you're getting into. But a significant part of it is that you've got to understand that business that you're trying to get into. And so uh, in order to do that, you've got to do a substantial amount of research. Well, where does most people go to do their research? The internet, YouTube, looking at other people who have gone there, reading books. It's all great. But one of the things that I find the very challenge is that you look at this and you do all this research and you're in information overload. And a lot of times what you end up having is that you're getting almost conflicting views. Uh, so you read one particular book and they say do X, Y, Z. You read another particular book and they say do A, B, C. You read another one, they say do L, M, N, O, P. It's all of this information that is coming at you. And... All of these are all viable. You know, if you think and look through what each of these different individuals have done, they are more or less have been successful uh, in each of their ventures, right? Um, so you as an individual who's looking to get out and do yourself now, say you're doing your research and you're getting content and you're getting comfortable and you're starting to look at all of these stuff and doing your analysis, you're going to have to make a decision. It's critical, critical that you do this. You have to assess your own strengths and weaknesses, right? Because each of those different decision points there, the information that you're gathering, those individuals have chosen the path that they have taken because of their individual circumstances. So don't just listen to what Tom, Dick, or Harry is saying, um, Make sure you are overlaying whatever the information you're getting is with your own strengths and weaknesses. And then make an assessment and determine which path is right for you. Now, there are a number of factors uh, or things that can play into that decision. It could be your time. It could be your financial uh, well-being. It could be how much finance you have 
on record, how much cash flow you have, um, what is your uh, exit plan, how much risk you are willing to take or not to take. All of these are critical elements that plays a factor in whatever you decide to pursue or better yet, deciding whether to go or not to go or better yet, deciding whether to leave that six-figure or more salary to go venture out on something from day one. What I can also tell you is that you've got to be prepared to have a willingness to execute and to have this, the stamina to go. Because when you start early, and I'm telling you this from the perspective of somebody who has started and ran businesses in the past, um, it doesn't always just go as planned. You know, as much as you plan, as much as you put a lot of work into it, it doesn't always pan out that way. And so you have to plan and plan for best case, worst case, or just an ideal situation. Um, and if you plan for those and you prepare for those and you make sure you have the cash flow, you have the resources and you have the infrastructure in place, when those things do come up, you're going to be better equipped to be able to... Uh, uh, sustain them. Uh, so, you know, prepare, plan. Um, part of your analysis as you go through this process is also going to make sure you do this as well. Critical, critical that you do a cost, cost analysis, right? So when you decide to, to structure your business, look at all the costs that you could potentially encounter. Um, I would encourage you to look at it from the initial costs, so whether that's a business registration whether it's just getting certain, um, you know, certain requirements that you need to make, the insurance that you need to have in place, um, you know, what I think also look at it, look at it, those weekly recurring costs that's going to come up, right? Then you look at it from a monthly perspective, and you may even extrapolate that out and look at it on an annual basis. So your first year, what are your costs? And you look at it through the lens of if you never make a dollar. Um, and look at it from the best case scenario and then look at it from the middle of the road. So you're kind of prepare yourself to know what kind of cash reserve you need to have in place to be able to sustain you if you do encounter some difficulties. We also want to do as well is look at that over, a, I would say, at least a three-year cycle, right? So prepare for that because let's face it, you know, your exit strategy may be a year, it may be two years, it may be three years, but a very, very minimum, you want to look at somewhere between three to five year time horizon, um, and be prepared to make sure you're going to have the necessary cash flow to sustain you. Not necessarily if zero is it, because obviously, if you're not having sales, you're going to be exiting that business at some point. Um, that is more likely to happen within the three to six month period where you, know, you are going to have to be able to keep the business with zero sales. But over time, after the six-month period, at the very least, you should be generating some type of revenue um, that is helpful to help supplement the business and keep it moving along. But when you look at over a three- to five-year period, you're really talking about, okay, how do I start to accumulate um, resources to be able to scale whatever that business is, right? Because initially you start off, you're probably going to be in an uptick, especially if you're in corporate world and you're looking to transition. You're probably not there full-time, putting your full energy behind. And even if you are, it's going to take some time to start to scale. And your first uh, kind of benchmark may be, how do I replace that income that I used to make? Right, And then you start to look at, okay, how do I start to scale that 
So now it's super beneficial when compared to the corporate setting. And that may be um, anywhere from a three to five year time horizon before you start to build and cultivate the clientele um, and, and the growth and the stability in your business uh, to be able to maintain those, uh, those thresholds and those long marks. So it's all feasible. We've seen so many people who have done this. Um, I just think for us sometimes, especially I know for myself, waiting for so many years um, before I got into start thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. And that is not to say I was an entrepreneurial. Before I got into corporate America, um, as I said, I ran two, three businesses. Uh, those businesses took a darn turn. I decided to go to corporate at the time um, and end up spending 15 years doing what I love because I, you know, when I got into corporate, it was really starting a business. So, you know, I had that entrepreneurial bug. I was able to bring some expertise from kind of running my own businesses. And those were all transferable skills that I was able to bring into the corporate setting. I was spending somebody else's money and building this infrastructure and scaling it. Uh, over the last 10 or 12 years, um, like I said, from zero to $3.5 billion in annual sales, somewhere of north of over $60 million, um, you know, uh, million in annual revenue. That's net revenue at the end of the, the year um, that we're looking at. And so now I'm taking this and trying to go find another venture. Um, doing a lot of my research right now and, and getting out there. I'm not going to necessarily say what that that business venture is at this juncture, um, you know, stay tuned and I can walk you through some of the things that we need to go through in order to get this set up. You know, my mission is to start an LLC and at some point I'll do a video on that and what that entails because, again, there are so many things that you need to do when you're getting your business up. Another critical point I would also add as well is just understanding the regulation and the rules of the road um, in whatever field of business you're getting through. I can't tell you how critical it is. Like the numbers may look good, the revenue may look good, all of that may look good. But just remember, every kind of business venture entity has some kind of rules that you need to abide by. Um, some are a little bit more stringent than others, but make sure you understand that as well because nothing can derail your business like when you get caught up in some kind of a regulatory oversight or, you know, and, and let's face this, you know, ignorance is bliss. You can't go say you didn't know. Um, if you don't have the expertise, I strongly encourage you that not only do you do your research, but you also consult people. Um, that may cost some fee, maybe an expense, but believe me, it would be a worthwhile expense to spend um, if that means it's going to take you out of the hot water. Um, you know, I am on this verge to transition from corporate into my own venture. I'd like for you guys to come along with me. I'm going to share anything I've learned along the way and just best tips for people who are looking to make that transition. So stay tuned. More to come. We'll keep talking. Thanks.